the a constant bleeding. Oh, I hear the Lord. There was a woman with the issue of blood. <laughs> and guess what happened? The woman with the issue of blood, many people know this story. She heard that Jesus was coming in to the city. And what did she do? There was such a crowd thronging him that she said, if I could but touch the hem of his garment, I know I will be made whole. And so God, and so, well, people of God, we are going to pray tonight that in the spirit realm, in the supernatural, that Joe touches the hem of Jesus' garment so that he can be made whole on this night. I'm telling you, God is a miracle worker. I've watched him perform miracles the last few weeks, and I want us to pay. Beth, we want to pray for Joe. We, I don't know if you know him, but we're praying for Joe right now. I can't give out all this information, but I want you to begin to pray with me as we plead the blood of Jesus over his life. And But let me tell you something. Our desires are not always God's desires. So, but he did say he would give the desires of our heart, but we have to be in the will of the Lord. He says if you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of our heart. So we're going to delight ourselves in whatever he says he's going to do, asking, though, what, asking what we desire. And we're asking for a miracle on tonight. Right, Tanya? We're for a miracle on tonight. Right, Diamond? We're asking God to do some things in the supernatural that only he can do. And we're believing God. Hallelujah. We're believing God for our brother on this evening. I don't know what the outcome is going to be, but I do know who knows, and that's Jesus Christ. I'm excited. I'm excited. And whatever God allows, we have to accept it. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, first of all, we thank you. We praise you. You are Adonai. You are the majesty. Hallelujah. You are El Shaddai. You are the God that is more than enough. You are our rock. You are our strength. You are our redeemer. You are Yahweh. You are God. You are Jehovah, Jireh, the one who provides. Rophah, the one who healeth. Hallelujah. You are Jehovah, Shittanu. Oh, my God. And you are a banner over us, God. We Thank you on tonight. Father, you are the almighty God. You are the good, good father. You are our father. You are our Abba father, and we can run to you. Daddy, we thank you. You have been our leaning post, our tower, our strength, and we thank you. Hallelujah. You are a healer. You are a mind regulator. You fix broken hearts. And so, God, we run to you, and we know that we are safe. I don't know who's trying to get on, Lord, but one thing I do know, you are the creator of all. You are the almighty. You're the high priest. Hallelujah. You are the glue when we're unglued. Yes, God. Woo! And you keep us, God, when our mind feels like we're going crazy. You hold us in the midnight hour. Thank you for holding me in the midnight hour. Nobody can wrap their arms around us like you do. You are Jesus, and we say thank you. Hallelujah. We say thank you. God, we come on this evening, and first we give you praise. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, and thy will be done on earth, in earth, 
as it is in heaven. Give us this day, God. Give us our daily bread. Give us what we need, God. Give us the manna we need. Give us, feed us until we want no more. In the name of Jesus, give us this day, God, the word that needs be given. Give us this day, God, the strength that we need to sustain ourselves. Give us this day, God. We're not worried about tomorrow, but this day we are in need of a blessing. This day we are in need of strength. This day we are in need of love. This day we are in need of your your joy, Lord. This day, God, we are in need of you. And so, God, give us this day mm, our daily bread. We don't want to just... Uh, be on milk anymore. We want the word and the meat of your holy word. We need your holy word. We need something to keep us, God, throughout these trying times. So give us this day our daily bread. Feed us until we want no more. Feed us until we can't, so we're overflowing. Feed us, God, until we, we don't have any more room. In the name of Jesus, God, we glorify you for your goodness, your mercy, your grace. We glorify you, God, because you are the great God. And so, God, this day we're asking that you give us our daily bread. Oh, God, lead us not into temptation. Lead us from the evil one. We don't want to go into the evil ways. We want to stay in your word, stay in your way, stay in your will, stay in your thoughts. Our thoughts we want to be like yours. Hmm. Our ways we want to be like yours. We seek your divine path in the name of Jesus. Lead us in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. Lord, we don't want to go in the path of evil. We don't want to go against your word. We need your word, God. Your word keeps us. Your word washes us. Your word is a redeemer. Hallelujah. And so, God, we thank you for your word. In the name of Jesus, we need you, God. In the name of Jesus. We need you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, a new God. We don't want to be the same. And so, God, this day, as we go to you, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all evil. Mm. For thine is the kingdom, it's your power and your glory. And since we recognize that, God, we can ask anything in your name. Your word says to ask anything in your name, and it shall be done. And since we're asking on tonight, we're asking specifically, God, for joy to rise up in the name of Jesus. Joe G, God. I don't want it to get twisted. I want the bleeding to stop. We want the bleeding to stop. But nevertheless, not our will. Your will be done. It is our desire, God, to see him rise up and miracles to happen. And he be the reason that so many are plucked out of the world into the kingdom of God. In the name of Jesus, we won't get puffed up about it, God, but we'll give your name the praise. We'll glorify you, God, because it's in your name that we ask it. We're not looking for ourselves. And God, help us to not be selfish, to keep them for ourselves. But God, keep them for the right path. And God, you'll be able to tell a testimony. You raised us so many in the last couple of weeks. Raise them up, God. You raised him up, God, in the name of Jesus, to be able to tell. I know what the doctor thinks. I know what the nurse thinks. I know what they're saying, God. I know what the medicine says. I know what the readings are saying on the machines. But, God, you are the doctor. Ah, you are the healer. Ah, you are a receiver. And I say thank you, God. And we're interceding, God. Mm. You said we have not because we ask not. And we claim and a shame. 
but God, if we're praying for it, you said you want my faith to increase. And if you don't do it, I feel like the three Hebrew boys, if you don't do it, you are still God, and you're still the one who protects us. You're still the one that heals us. You're still the one that gives us strength. You're still the one that washes our minds. You're still the one that redeems. You're still the one that reconciles. You're still the one, God, that restores. Hallelujah. But God, we come to you with a repenting heart, God, knowing that we don't know everything, knowing that we don't know exactly what to ask for. But, God, you know what's needed, and there's something we can send, even though he may not have healed that hemorrhaging and topic, God. We know one thing. You can be the herb, God, and the supernatural go into his body and change everything that the doctors reported. But if you don't do it, God, you're still God. You're still our Savior, and we still will give you glory. Hallelujah. We submit our will to your will. Now, God, give us peace through this time. Mm. Give us peace through this time. Those who think this is a coherent, those who think this is a contradictory prayer, I claim in the name of Jesus that they will come to the knowledge of that we pray for things by faith and believe, but you are the sovereign God, and you decide what can happen. It's not our will, but it's your will. But you ask us, God, to ask by faith. You tell us, God, to ask by faith, and we ask you, God, not doubting God, but knowing that you are the sovereign God, and we submit our will to you, God. So many prayers of so many loved ones and so many friends have gone up. We lift up Joji unto you, Jesus. Ah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We lift him up unto you. I feel a change, God. Mm. I feel change and peace happening in those who are surrounding him. And I feel, Lord, someone will receive you as a result of either way it goes with him. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I feel your, your, your overwhelming peace. Hallelujah. Remove all anxiety, God. Take care of his children in the name of Jesus. We glorify you. We praise you. Ah, we bless you. We pra- ah, we bless you. We praise you. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's about you, Father. It's about you. It's about you. It's about you. And we choose to love on this day. And we pray it all in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. I hope you say amen. Type amen if you believe that prayer on tonight. Say amen if you believe that prayer on tonight. I want you to just touch and agree in the supernatural spiritual realm. We can't do it. Not all of us can do it by touching naturally, but we can agree in the spirit. And I'm thanking God for what he is doing and what he has already done. I pray peace right now for coworkers, friends, and children and family members. Oh, God, and loved ones of Joji. In the name of Jesus, glorify your name, God. Glorify you. We're not worthy to come to you, but we thank you. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. What a mighty God we serve. We're going to have to believe, you guys. We're going to have to believe what God is doing. I've seen him do it in a couple of people in the ICU wars in the last couple of of, last couple of um 
weeks, and he's raising up people. He's raising them up when they look when they told us to say goodbye to them. We're going in praying. We're going in praising. I want you to. This is a season, and Pastor T preached that where we're going to have to be on the offense. We're no longer going to be on the defense. And Christians and those who profess Christ. And those who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, we're going to have to be in the office, not the defense, proactive and not reactive. We're going to have to fight. Ah, ah, oh, hallelujah. Y'all know I'm a little off sometimes, so I'll just, just holler out. Ha! Glory to God. And so we're going to have to fight. We can't be little, little, little sissies. I'm just going to say it that way. This ain't time for sissy and up. You're going to have to man up, woman up, put on your, your big girl and big boy stuff. Y'all know what I'm talking about. This is no time for whipping out, no time for talking about one another. This is the time that we're going to have to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything else is going to be added unto us. This is the time where we're going to have to know that he is our God, that he is our Savior, that he is our Redeemer. This is the time where you're going to have to know where you stand. You can't just do whatever you want during this season. No, no, baby. No, you can't do whatever you want in this season. This ain't time for wishy-washy-ness. This is not the time. This is the time where we're going to have to stand for right and know what's right. We can't stand in confusion. We're going to have to stand for what God has said stand on his word and what he has said and not dilly-dally with this stuff. I'm telling you, the Lord is speaking how we need to make sure that we're on the right path, not just any kind of path, but on the right path. I'm hearing God. When we say we love one another, we're going to have to show that. I want to talk today about choose ye this day whom you will love. The Bible says choose ye day who you will serve, and it's in the Old Testament, and I can't remember the scripture right now, but I want to say it's Deuteronomy. I'm not sure right now because my notes, I told you my notes, just, just everything just left, and um, I don't even know what happened. But what I am going to do is preach this word in spite of things because I know who I am in the Holy Ghost. I know who God is. But I want to read a scripture real quick and talking about love and people not loving, um, not being able to love the, unlove, the unlovable. I want you to understand it is not about loving those who just love you back. This is the time we're going to have to love until it hurts us. I, there's, a, there's a saying that hurting people hurt people. And so I know that to be true because I was a hurting person and I hurt people, not knowing sometimes just because I was stuck in my own stuff. But there's so many people that are hurting in the world and they're doing things that seem contrary to what they should be doing. You know, you wouldn't want to hurt somebody else. You would think they would try to show love. But the fact of the matter is, because they didn't receive the love that they needed, they in turn internalized that, make that to look a certain way, and as a result, they love the way they can only be conditioned to love. And that's why you have people who who have been birthed out of a certain thing, I mean groomed, I mean birth, I mean groomed, I mean birth and groomed, birthed in a certain in a certain setting and then groomed in that setting and they think love is abuse. And so what happens is they grow up and they want somebody to love them, and as a result of that, they think abusing them is the right thing to do. Oh, 
my God. There are some people that have a hard time with their daddy because of how their dad raised them or didn't raise them, or, and they had issues with their father, and as a result, they took that and passed it on and pushed it on to their boyfriend, their husband, and husbands because they go through so many men. I'm trying to tell you it's because we haven't learned how to truly love. I'm going to teach you something, John 3, 16. For God so loved the world. I hear you, God. For God so loved the world that he what? Type that on there. So loved the world that he what? That he gave. (laughs) That he gave his only begotten son. We are in the season where so many people are getting ready to give. What are you giving? We're giving presents. We're giving, um, um, we're giving looks because somebody picked up the thing that we wanted to give them, <laughs> that we wanted to get from somebody for a present, and it's the last thing in the store. And so we're giving all kinds of things, and I can't go into what I really want to go into. So we are giving presents during this season, and we're trying to show our love through gifts. I'm trying to tell you, I've done it before. That's not really the type of love that God wants us to show. He said, for God so loved the world that he gave, in John 3.16, that he gave his only begotten son. So what is the scripture saying to us? The scripture is saying to us, when if you love someone, you're going to give, give of yourself. He gave his only son. His son was him in the flesh. I'm going to teach this on tonight. His son was him in the, and he wanted to give of himself in order for the world to be saved. For God so loved, not just loved, but he loved us so much. It was more than just love. He loved us so much that he gave when you, and there's a word, and I, oh, thank you, God. The word in Hebrew, I believe, if I recall this correctly, is ahava. And ahava in the Greek is love. And it means in particularly, I give. Oh, you're not hearing me. So listen, when you say you love somebody, I mean really love somebody. I ain't talking about this superficial kind of love that I was doing for so long. I'm talking about the kind of love where you're, when they say something and it hurts you to your core, but you still go back and you still show them I'm going to love you until I until your hurt breaks. Oh, God, help me to die. Oh, I'm going to love you until your hurt is, is, is broken down. I'm going to love you until you know how to love me back. I'm going to love you the same way God loved me and loves me, and I'm going to give until it hurts. Oh, my goodness. Say what you want, but loving, loving somebody is so critical during this time frame, you cannot love someone if you don't give, I'm not talking about presence, of yourself. Oh, my God. And so many times we cannot, men, hear me on tonight. I'm speaking a lot to women lately, but men, hear me on tonight. God chose you to love your wife. He said the woman is to submit. Because who wouldn't want to submit to someone that loves them, that shows them love? 
Oh, my God, I will lay down if you show me love in such a way. You shower me with presence, I'll lay down. But let me tell you something. A woman can't submit if she doesn't know how to submit. I'm talking from experience because you don't feel the love. Your, your whole thinking is messed up about what love is, and that's why so many divorces are happening. I'm going to go this way because I feel God. And that's why so many relationships in the church are working out because we don't know our rightful places of how to love in the church. That's why people are going back and arguing, arguing in front of people about frivolous, stupid, petty things because we haven't learned what love really is. Love will allow you to let somebody say, listen, oh, my God, I hear you, Lord. Love will allow you to be um, to you know you're right, but you accept wrong because you love. Don't listen to me. That doesn't mean you allow wrong to happen all the time. It means you don't have to be right all the time. You don't have to prove that you're right. Can I get a heart on that? You don't have to say it all the time. I'm right about it. I know what I'm talking about. It's such a way to love, to give of yourself to the person where they say something. And you know what? I'll tell you one thing. Lately, I've been hearing things said to me, and it hurts me to my core, and I just go silent. I'm telling you. And the reason why I go silent is because is because I, I, I want to make sure I demonstrate the level of love that's needed for that particular person. And so what I've been doing is starting to back off and begin to pray because I'm going to need strength. I'm praying for me. I'm fighting for me. Fighting for me, Pastor T. I'm fighting for me. I begin to pray for strength to be able to deal with that situation, saying the right things. But I go cold silent because I start praying so I don't say the wrong thing and mess up my love for the person. And there's times when I don't even pass that test. But I'm telling you, more and more, when something hurts me to my core, and I think I'm starting to learn this from my mother because I used to say things, and sometimes I screw up, sorry, Mama, and say certain things, not meaning to to be bad, but it hurts her to her core. But because she has such a love for me, are you hearing me? Because she, nothing like a parent's love, especially a mama. A mama will love her children through good and bad. I'm probably going to sing a little bit of that song tonight. Will love her children through good and bad to the point when the, when the man will give up on him because he's tired and because he has a different thinking. And so but a mother will love her child even if, she, if he's wrong, even if she's strung out on drugs, even if she says something to hurt her. Mothers love you, mama. I hope you're really staying on listening. Thank you for the kind of love. She knew I was wrong in some things, but she loved me anyway. And if anybody knows my mama, she will give to the point where it hurts her. I remember, oh, I hear you, God, on tonight. Let me tell you something. My mom would make sure we were fed, and somebody else has a mama like that. And she would go to work and eat graham crackers and water. Are y'all hearing me? But we had food. I didn't know until I was grown that she was eating off of graham crackers and water. But she made sure her children were taken care of. Let me tell you, mamas out there that are just doing 
everything, fixing yourself up and your child going out raggedy. If you really love your children, daddy, if you really love your children, what you will do is give up to the point where you don't have and they have because you have to be able to give and stretch yourself out in such a way. And we have to take that example. Mm. We have to love God in such a way where we're willing to stretch ourselves out to the point where we take all the hits. Oh, my God. Where we're willing to take all the hits. And guess what? The God we serve will allow those hits. Oh, my goodness, you're not hearing me. Those hits will bounce off in a ricochet, like a ricochet. You know, I don't know if I'm saying the right word, but whatever. Y'all know what I'm talking about. It'll ricochet off of you, and you won't feel the same effect that you had before when that was said to you. It's not the same thing. When people look at you and they look off or they roll in your eyes or saying silly, stupid, frivolous things about you, you won't have the same mindset about it. Mm-mm. It won't be the same thing because you have learned what love is really about. There's a scripture in Luke 7, and that's not the – there's a scripture in 1 Corinthians. I'll probably go there if I can remember it. But there's a scripture in Luke 7. I want you to turn there really quickly and listen to this. This is how God loves. He's so wonderful. A sinful woman forgiven. These are people that seem unlovable. Verse 36, a sinful woman forgiven. This is New King James Version um, um, of Luke 7, 436. I'm going to start here. Then one of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him, and he went to the Pharisee's house. I cannot stay off this scripture. And sat down to eat. And behold, a woman in the city who was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at the table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of fragrant oil and stood at his feet behind him weeping. She came in, stood at his feet behind him weeping, and she began to wash his feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head. Now, um, listen, uh, women, y'all know this, but men, listen to this. I don't know what nationality she was, and it really don't matter, but we care about our hair and We don't really like crying too much in front of men because we don't want y'all to see our weak spot. Uh, Can I get an amen from somebody on Facebook right there? Amen. We we don't want you to see all of our weak stuff. I see the hearts. Uh huh. We don't want you to see all that. And so this woman came in and in in there with Jesus (laughs) and and began to cry, weep, took her tears and took him and wiped his feet, washed his feet with her tears. And, 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 you know, our hair, we're not one to let everybody just rub their their fingers in our hair. When people tell me they want to touch my hair, I have an issue. I, why, are, why do you want to put your hands in my hair? You Don't you have some hair of your own? I'm saying hallelujah. Okay, so I, the, she took her hair and wipe her, his feet. I, get this picture. Who going to take their crown? Because our hair is our crown and glory. Who is going to take their hair? And look at the significance in this. She took her crown and glory and washed the feet of Jesus and wiped them with the hair of her head. 
head. And then she had to be down low because this is her head. And she kissed his feet and anointed them with the fragrant, fragrant oils. There's such humility in this. First of all, to cry in front of this man and other men, especially Pharisees, cry in front of this man, tears coming down, weeping because she's probably hurt or worshiping, and she began to dry him with the crown and glory of her, of her crown and glory, dry his feet, and then took a fragrant oil worth, worth a lot of money. I forgot the amount. And she did this with Jesus, gave of herself to Jesus, loved him so much in the midst of them. Listen to what Jesus does. Verse 39, now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he spoke to himself saying, this man, if he were a prophet, would know who and what manner of woman this is who is touching him, for she is a sinner. Ain't that just like somebody in the crowd? You growing, you going through your rough time, and then you they seeing you having weeping and wailing and needing something and worshiping, and they gonna talk about you in your state of need and worship. And isn't that? And talk about what you used to do. Talk about how you were last night. Talk about who they thought you were. Isn't it just like someone to break up the party, the good thing going on? I, you know, oh, my goodness, Pharisee, man, what's wrong with you? But Jesus answered and said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. <laughs> so he said, teacher, say it. Like, okay, what you got for me? Yeah, okay. Well, you, you, you may not want what you think you want, so here it is. A certain creditor who had two debtors, one owed 500 denarii and the other 50. And when they had nothing with which to repay, he freely, he freely forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him more? This is about love. Hear me on this. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him more? Simon answered and said, I suppose the one whom he forgave more. And he said, Jesus said to him, you have rightly judged. Listen, then he turned to this woman. Why did he say rightly judged? Because God, because Jesus, God in the flesh, was getting ready to judge the woman righteous. Listen, then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, do you see this woman? Wasn't even talking to her, looking at somebody else. She's still on the floor worshiping him at his feet. And we got to stay at Jesus' feet. My husband prayed that last night. We're going to lay this down at your feet, Lord Jesus. Oh, there's something to do when you're at his feet because it shows humility. He says in verse 44, do you see this woman? I enter your house. I enter your house. You gave me no water for my feet because they dusty outside. You know how it was back in the day. Some of you, I don't know if you've been to Africa, but they walk around barefoot and it's very dusty and dry and there's a lot of heat and their and their and their um um feet are um 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 covered with dust. But she has washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head. You gave me no kiss, but this woman has not ceased to kiss my feet since the time I came in. Let me tell you something. Why was she kissing the feet of Jesus? First of all, she didn't feel worthy enough to kiss him anywhere else. 
and she knew he was the king of kings. And so she bowed herself before him and continued to kiss him. We only give kings, well, I think it's two kisses, one on the right and one on the left. But here she is kissing his feet. Why? Because a king on this earth is only worth one or two kisses, but the king of kings is worth our our kiss forever. He's worth us to bow ourselves down and kiss him. What is kissing stand for? It's an intimate moment. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you for the revelation. This ain't even what I want to talk about. It's an intimate moment. And whenever you engage, and let me hear you understand this, when you engage in kissing, it's a moment between you and the person. It causes your love to flow. It shows I love you in a very intimate way, and I'm sharing my heart with you in a way that I won't share it with nobody else. And so this woman began to kiss his feet. She couldn't even come up to his head and kiss his feet in such a way because she knew she wasn't worthy. But Jesus, oh, the God that we serve, says in verse 45 and verse 46, You did not anoint my head with oil, but this woman has anointed my feet with fragrant oil. Therefore, I say to you, he turns to her and says, I say to you, he he says to Simon, her sins, which are many. You said she was a sinner, but I already knew Simon, so you weren't telling me something I didn't already know. But her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. Let me tell you something to those. This is what I really want you to know. Those who are loving much, who are decided, I'm going to take this hurt, I'm going to take this pain, I'm going to do what God says, I'm going to love her, I'm going to love him, even the unlovable, the one who keeps sinning, because guess what? He has not called us to love just the righteous. He has not called us to love just the ones who have a house. He's called us to love those who look dirty, those who look like vagabonds, those who look like they've been in a ditch, those who look like they've been kissing dirt all day, those who look like they've been rolling around in dirt. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Those who look like they ain't worth nothing, those who look like they don't have anything, those people, he says, I need you to show them love. And because you show them love, I'm talking to you, I don't know who it is, but my sister, because you've been showing them love, regardless of how much they hurt you, guess what? He says, I have forgiven your sins, and they are many. Yes, you messed up. Yes, you made a mistake. Yes, you didn't do right by him. Yes, you didn't do right by her. But guess what? Because you, because you showed me love, let me tell you what I'm going to do. I'm wiping it all clean. Not only am I wiping it all clean, but guess what? I'm going to set you on a foundation so that you can't nobody touch you. You're not hearing me on this. I'm speaking prophetically now. He's going to set you in a place where the hurt will no longer be hurt. Oh, Lord Jesus, where the pain will no longer be the pain. I hear that. The pain will no longer be the same. I'm going to put that on the T-shirt. The pain will no longer be the same, and I'm going to show you what it's really going to look like on the T-shirt. I don't know if that's going to be a T-shirt. I'm just talking right now, but listen to this. He's going to put you in a place 
where it doesn't feel the same way it used to feel. I'm telling you from experience. I'm telling you from what I know. You may have messed up. You may have called it quits. You may have said the wrong thing. You may not have made the right decision. You may have gone astray, but because you kissed the feet of Jesus, he's going to forgive your sins, he's going to set you up, he's going to set you right, he's going to turn it around, he's going to protect you, he's going to keep you, he's going to renew you, he's going to refresh you, he's going to reload, oh, Pastor T, he's going to allow you to reload and lock and reload, oh, my, me, reload and lock, whatever it is, he's going to allow you to be in the offense, oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus, for that word today, Pastor C. He's going to allow you to be in a situation where you can pray. And guess what? Your enemies who you've been praying for, who you've been treating right, who did you wrong, oh, my God, you didn't know they did you wrong, but you knew they did it. Who did you wrong, who been talking about you, who been talking behind your back, who been setting traps for you, guess what? He's going to make them come, and you're going to be sitting down at the table in the presence of your enemy. And guess what he's going to do? He's going to prepare it, and he's going to set you on a high place. Don't you get worried about it. You just love. It doesn't make a difference. You choose to love. It's not just God making you love. It's a choice in the matter. And when you choose to love and you choose to do right, guess what he's going to do? He's going to say, now, not only your sins forgiven, but I'm going to show everybody else just what the just the reward I'm going to give you. What a mighty God we serve. There's so much more to that. And then he says in verse 47, Therefore I say to you, her sins which are many are forgiven, for she loves much. But to whom little is forgiven, the same loves little. So listen, we said in the prayer, forgive us this day our daily bread, and um, um, forgive us our debt as we forgive our debtors. Don't expect a lot to be forgiven of you if you cannot forgive. Then he said to her, your sins are forgiven. And those who sat at the table with him began to say to themselves, who is this who even forgives sins? Then he said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Listen to this, people of God. Because you choose to love, love and faith, what's going to happen, it's going to save you from a whole lot of stuff in this season of life. It's going to save you even in health. It's going to save you even from death. It's going to say, oh, you're not hearing me. You're not hearing me. I'm speaking prophetically. It's going to save you from a lot of worries. It's going to save you from a people talking about you and you getting all. He's going to hide you in his pavilion. This is the season. He's going to hide you, save you, and you can just go in peace. Let me tell you, a lot of you are going to be able to walk through the fire and it's not going to burn you. Oh, God, help me, Jesus, right there. You're going to be walking through the fire, and it's not going to touch you, Tanya. You're going to be walking through it. Did you hear what I said? Through the fire. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, not just in it, because in it means it's surrounding you. But you're going to go, you go through. <laughs> Meaning it's possibly even touching you, and you're not going to come out singed. Hear me on this tonight. You're not going to come out singed. You're going to choose to love and go through this, and everything's going to turn in your favor. Oh, hear me tonight, people of God. It's going to all be in your favor because you chose to love. I want you to understand the greatest of these 
is love. God is so great. I'm gonna I need to cut off tonight. I need to cut off tonight and move on. Facebook, thank you so much for joining. Um you can also listen to this on Blog Talk Radio Kingdom Authority. Thank you so much for joining. I do need to finish and do some other things. Praise God. To those who are um, on live on tonight, thank you for joining. There's many of you who are on live tonight with Kingdom Authority on Blog Talk Radio. I'm excited about what you're going to do. Choose either say whom you will love. Let's pray as we go out. Father, we thank you, we bless you, and we praise you. You are the great God. You are the Redeemer, and you are um, you are the El Shaddai. It is because of you that we live, we move, and have our, our being, God. It is because of you, God, that we see. It's because of you that we hear. It's because of you that we talk, we walk, we, we live, God, because of you. And I declare, God, it is your will and your way that we want. Hallelujah. It is your will and your way. We choose to love. And in this season, God, we can do so much in this world if we love. God, thank you for the opportunities to show love this week. They're coming. They're coming. And we want to do the right thing, Lord. We said we will follow you. And you said if we follow you, we have got to love. You said we have nothing if we don't love. Oh, my God. Thank you. According to your word, I believe it's First Corinthians, Lord. If we do not love God, we really are nothing. And you said you love us. You love you 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 chasten, you chastise those you love. You correct those who you love, and we honor you on tonight. Thank you, O oh God, for your 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 saving grace. We thank you for loving through our good and our bad. Oh, hallelujah. We thank you for loving us through our good and our bad. Hallelujah. Oh, we bless your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for loving us through our good and bad. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Because you keep on loving us, God. Mm. You keep on loving us, God. We honor you and bless you on this evening, and we praise you. And this is the reason why. We can have kingdom authority because we choose to love. Ah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We bless your name, God, and we seal the prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much again for joining Kingdom Authority. I know it's pretty short on tonight, but I just wanted to share that word with you um, regarding love. God is such a great God, and I hope you're just choosing um, this week to show God um, how much you appreciate him. Show God just how much you love him. And then as a result of that, you will love others. Telling you it will free you if you learn how to love. There's some things I'll need to share next week that go in a little bit deeper once I have my notes. There's some specific words in the Hebrew and the Greek, some specific words in the English even that can break down just what we need in order to love. Thank you again for joining Kingdom Authority. I'm your host, Reverend Dancia Jones-Morris. It's such a privilege. I hope you like. Please let me know if you like. Um, hit me up on Dancia Jones-Morris Facebook page and let me know if you like the intro. Go back and listen to it on Blog Talk Radio, Kingdom um, Empowerment Incorporated. We are um, excited about what God is doing. I have some news that are coming up pretty soon in the next um, couple of months. I want you to join me on some things, and um, just go to my page, Dancia Jones-Morris, and you'll begin to see. Follow me, 
Tell your friends to follow. There's some things coming up, and I believe God's going to bless you in the name of Jesus. You have a wonderful night. God bless you.